0: Thank you. Oh, sorry, we're not taking a picture of that, Michael, because this is, is the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm your co-host, Andy Robinson. And oh, this is... is, <laughs> is minuto numero nove. <laughs> minuto numero nove. Nove. Say with me, Alex. Nove. Nove. That's it. Nove, I can say that again. <laughs> you will. You will by the end. So this is Minute 9 of The Godfather. Um, minute nine, and it's number start- nine. You know, number nine. Were you waiting uh, for me to right say show? that? No, it's the wrong show. Okay, um, the right number, the wrong show. That's true. Uh, we're just it's minute number nine, and it starts off with the uh, the wedding of Connie Corleone. Mm-hmm. Finally, Finally, she's getting married. Concourse. I was getting worried about her. She seems like she's a bit of a, a I was worried mm-hmm. she was gonna become a spinster, a spinster, yeah um so the minute starts off with uh, the don they're about to have their picture taken and the don has said you know what no pictures we can't do it without we can't do it without michael stop the picture <laughs> stop stop them. the photograph so um two funny things about them taking the picture i noticed uh mm-hmm. watching it like minute by minute is that uh the photographer gets surprisingly angry oh i didn't notice that he just kind of like shakes his head like oh (laughs) disgustingly i'm like dude you're you're doing the godfather's wedding you should just be like oh yes sir mr corleone sir sure but we haven't seen the backstory we don't know if the photographer has been had had just spent 40 minutes telling each person hey at right at noon sharp we are gonna be taking this picture yeah (laughs) Either that or he just knows him from the olden days, he can be a bit more forward. You That's know, he should be if it works. in a future minute, I have uh, I would like to talk more about this photographer, although I don't know if it's the same photographer. I'll have to go back and watch it. There's oh, good question. I think that takes place, yeah. Um, but also the photographer's assistant, who's uh some pimply faced teenager and has the awesomest uh plaid yellow slacks, awesome, which I encourage everyone to check that out. It's a uh, Right at the start of this minute, the photographer shaking his head angrily and there's this like a little dweeb kid with nerd <laughs> with glasses, tall blonde geek with glasses. Do you think, do you think, the, so are you saying the photographer is really upset, disappointed because of his assistant's choice of clothing? Yeah, I think he's, he, I think his son picked out the worst possible pants <laughs> to wear like, oh. to a very fancy wedding where everyone's in tuxedos and this kid's there in plaid yellow pants. And the, and the only saving grace is that kid is not in the picture. For <laughs> us, exactly. Because then lying. they definitely would have. Yeah. The have said, We can't take the picture without Michael, and we definitely can't take it with the photographer's assistance. <laughs> the the photographer pants. thought he could slip his son in <laughs> as Michael, and then the <laughs> yeah. godfather would notice the difference. Uh, do you, I know we both wore, you and I are brothers. Yes. And I definitely remember Forever. us wearing plaid, um, plaid pants as children because we grew up in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you. Do do you have any desire to wear plaid trousers now and would you have the courage to do it since they would be like very unusual oh, to boy. wear? Plaid? So are you are you asking me then if someone proposed that and said, "Hey, here you go, you can do it." What would I do? What would you do? What would what, what you do? What, what you do, what you do. Well, in the seventies, it was the style, and also I was a little kid, so our mother was dressing us. Well, our mother was dressing you. I I think I had a little more choice (laughs) in what I was wearing. I was so lazy. I kind of liked. I missed those days. You mean someone dressing you, or someone putting out the clothes for you? Both. Okay. I really don't want to have to think about it, but (laughs) I, you know, I played bass in a band, and I I could (laughs) be convinced to wear plaid if it were the right gig, and and I weren't the only one doing something sort of extraordinary yeah i could be convinced okay so two things about that Mm -hmm. um would you really want you mentioned that you wanted someone to dress you (laughs) would you really want because remember i see a show where someone has like a butler or like a valet Mm -hmm. someone who's helping them get dressed i would not want that you would not want someone helping you make. I would not choices? want someone's. Well, maybe the choices, but I wouldn't want someone standing there, and I put my hands up over my head, and my valet puts my shirt on for me, and so it's the physical act of dressing. Yeah, it would just be oh, uncomfortable okay. to have someone. Like, I guess maybe you get used to it. Well, because I want to reference an earlier minute where you said you would love to be able to delegate jobs to people yeah totally and we were talking about that but yeah. so it's just the physical act of someone saying raise your right arm and you putting <laughs> yeah the sleeve on is that that it? sounds very impatient He's like raise your right arm <laughs> well and of course Dude, it, you're my valet you should be uh like oh sir please and of course this chump has to have the attitude of, like the photographer does He's like oh yeah i told you raise your left arm although in a way maybe that would be better what because, like, knowing that someone is upset with you, but mm-hmm. that they still have to do whatever you say is almost, like, even more powerful. You're like, you know, I don't yeah. even care if you're upset because you're just going to have to dress me because that's my, that's, you know, what that's I that's mean, what like. we do. That's your role. Like, if I had a maid, I would constantly just be throwing stuff on the ground. Oh, i just like, what you, hey, what, you know, that's what we have a maid for. When like, you're creating jobs. Yeah, I'm a job creator. I'm an innovator. <laughs> so would you wear a plaid? Whether I, you chose it or someone else chose it for you, I would love to have the courage to wear plaid slacks. <laughs> I should look into it. Right? Well, I know a crime boss whose daughter is getting married. You should go and ask him for that courage. <laughs> I bet he can't <laughs> refuse. <laughs> it's true. Wait, you can what was he, the Wizard of Oz? He's going to give me the courage. <laughs> it was always inside of you all along. There's nothing to see in this office. Nothing to see behind that window. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so I should do it. Now that I'm saying it on the podcast, I should buy... If there's not even a where you buy a a pair of plaid pants... You should ask the photographer. Mm, Probably. He's probably, like, very old by now. It's probably all vintage in vintage stores now. That stuff comes back around. Well, that's what's weird, because this is filmed in the 70s -hmm. when we were wearing plaid pants, but it's set in the 40s. So Mm -hmm. I wonder Mm -hmm. if plaid pants, were they around the whole time? Oh boy, or was that a, a production slip? I can't imagine. No, I don't think so. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, that this, go go ahead. it's just amazing how um how much detail there is in that scene and I like, I didn't even notice that, for example, and I'm sure I noticed things that you may not have including the following. Uh huh. Now I don't know if this is real, but I've heard it's a movie. It's made up. It what? I thought this was a biography. <laughs> So the, the opening and maybe the only dialogue in this minute is, um, oh, this is just a little bit. But Brando says, "Oh, uh, uh, we can't take the picture without Michael." That's mm-hmm. the opening. Yeah. But I heard that he actually says, "We can't make the picture without Michael." Hmm. I don't know if that's real or urban legend. I listened back to the minute a few times, and it's a little fuzzy. Yeah. And and the the legend goes that because the the Paramount did not want Al Pacino to be in the movie. What? Y- you didn't hear that? <laughs> there was definitely. Questions oh no! No, I definitely know. That. I definitely know that there was. Uh, uh, Al Pacino was like he was on uh, the ropes, ropes for a little while. Yeah, and thin so, ice. And so maybe one of the producers said, "Brando, you've got to say we can't." Or, or I'm sorry, Brando lobbying for al pacino said we can't make the picture without michael oh so wait but did he mean any does he mean al pacino or does he because if if al pacino didn't do it it's not like they would have written the part of michael out yeah i don't think either either way they couldn't have made the picture without michael but i I'm guessing he was lobbying for Al Pacino right. But but it would have been caught by the producers By the suits if he had said We can't make the picture without Al Pacino In the role of Michael <laughs> Alright let's still play a little mind experiment Suppose in combat Michael Corleone had died in World War II <sighs> mm-hmm. uh, That was the second of the two world wars mm-hmm. What? How would things have played out Differently in mm. this In this wow. scenario so In this particular scene Well they would no, have no, taken but, the picture You think they would ever You think you would have been like no pictures no without picture Michael No pictures Wow. He would, he would never That's pose serious. for it, No, but in, in the movie. So mm. up until the, the, you have to assume everything would have happened more or less the same mm-hmm. up until Michael gets involved and goes to. Yeah. Although I guess the first time mm. would have been with, the, uh, with McCluskey. Yes. Because if Michael wasn't there, then assuming they didn't put, assuming that no one else was standing guard, that, that they probably would have ca- ca- capped the Don in the hospital. Yeah. Well, for your I, father. For your father. For your father. <laughs> your father, who dresses you <laughs> in plaid? Well, it's a good question. I know in the book, like we talked about in a previous minute, the Don had expected Michael to take over the business. Right, yeah. And so, yeah, it, it, well, Fredo or Sonny. Um, Sonny's temper, we'll talk a little bit Fredo. A little more about Fredo. Yeah. yeah, He's he was more kind-hearted, right. a softer. yeah. Boy, I don't know. I mean, maybe just a Tom. I don't think Tom could have done it because he's not a Sicilian. Yeah, he's a concierge. Maybe he would have. Maybe the Don would have doubled down on Santino, sent him to uh, like, uh, what do you call those schools where they they really discipline you? Well, but the Don would have been deceased. We assume that if Michael wasn't there, then one of... uh, Oh, after he was killed. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, like, assuming everything else had gone the same up until that point, they they would have killed uh, the Don in the Mm -hmm, hospital. mm -hmm. And then I guess Sonny, who was at that point acting Don, would have become the full Don. Or maybe this was the opportunity for Buona to take the position that he always felt he deserved. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. as the, the why not? That was the one he's he's got favor. Courage. That was the one favor. He yeah. asked him. He's like, "When I die, could you take over the current family?" <laughs> and he's already got an under. He's already got the business going. He can make bodies disappear. He <laughs> knows now how the, right. how the system works. You think Bonusera will be his daughter's dangerous. not going to get married, so he has nothing to worry about. Oh, about people true. come and ask him for yeah. favors. Well, although we don't know, he might. Do you think he has maybe his other children? mm Yeah. Don't uh, don't know if it says it in the book. Mm-hmm. I'll look into that. Uh, there's a Wikipedia, um, Godfather Wikipedia mm-hmm. that is just specifically all about the Godfather characters and stuff oh, like that. Oh, so excellent. Get a lot of information from there. So oh, neat. Um, so we were talking about the production, mm-hmm. and I have some notes here about the uh, where they filmed all this stuff. Oh, interesting. And um, it was filmed out in Staten Island. It's supposed to be taking place at Long Beach, In uh, Long on Island, Long Island, right. mm-hmm. but it was actually filmed on Staten Island. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the 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 Redheaded stepchild of the five boroughs mm-hmm. of New York City—the one people really don't go to, the one that's mm-hmm. hard to get to—you have to take a boat. Which is you have to take a boat. Do you think most native New Yorkers, the majority, have not been to Staten Island, New York City, yes. or any New, uh, New York City folk? Um, I'd say probably like myself. They well, I, I guess I've been to a couple of times, but for the most part, when I go to Staten Island, it's like. You take the Staten Island the ferry, you get off, you turn back and go right back on the ferry, going yeah, the other way. It's for way, the ferry so. experience, really. It's not yeah. for the island. Uh, but they have a minor league uh, Yankees minor league baseball mm-hmm. team there. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in that. Uh, yeah, the ferry ride's very nice, too. Great oh, yeah. views of the city. You know the best part is the price completely free. I thought the best part was turning around once you got to Staten Island. Oh, please oh. send all hate mail from Bronx, Bronx in the house. Island. That's true <laughs> representing. So Alex he, and I were you and I were both born in the Bronx. Yes, this is true. It's our native borough. You can probably hear it in our voices. We mm-hmm. have the map of the Bronx in our on our faces. <laughs> um So yeah, it was filmed in Staten Island in a area called Emerson Hill mm-hmm. and um the house uh, the past few years was put up for sale. Hmm. Do you want to guess as to what the asking price was? Mm. And this is the house that we see in this is the exteriors, the, the interiors. Oh it wow, the, the whole, whole pictures thing, of the whole it. Yeah. It looks, you know. Hmm. I'm gonna guess. And keep in mind, this is also where Frank Pantangeli lived in Godfather oh, Two. Yeah, so it's very historic. Two now, huge epic films. Now, are you at? Are you saying how much did it go for like regular? Dollars, or is this like laundered money? <laughs> this is uh, I gotta a, say Italian one million dollars, li- Italian lira. I'm gonna say one million dollars. This is 2014 also. Okay, so keep in uh, mind I'm gonna say inflation prices. That's true, 700 grand. I know it's gonna be way more than that. 700 grand, you're only off by about 2.2 2 million dollars. <gasps> it went for 2.89 million dollars. Wow, so hi, oh. uh, yeah. that's a whole lot of gabagoo. <laughs> <laughs> this is... wasn't. This is someone else's wedding. The sweet tomato. <laughs> uh, I was thinking next time you and I happen to be in New York City on our, uh, we should totally go and find the house. Yes, uh, that's a great idea. You know, we could write it off because it's part of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah. I'd love to see it. When uh, years ago, I went to New York City, New York City, Washington D.C., specifically Georgetown, with a friend of mine and we were big exorcist uh fans and we knew the house where they filmed oh, the exorcist wow. was in georgetown but this is before the internet so we, like, we didn't know where it was oh, or whatever wow. so you just so we were literally around. walking around georgetown and uh the guy was with matt you know him uh-huh. was going up to people and saying excuse me do you know where they filmed the exorcist the, the the exorcist <laughs> house around here and everyone was everyone was terrified of us that that's so awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah <laughs> and, and the, the last person you asked their whole head spun around yeah, and when totally, they came back like yeah. no sir i don't know uh, was just yeah, yeah two blocks away <laughs> yeah. red rum red rum i know that's not the exorcist i just wanted to do a creepy <laughs> okay. possessed so voice. here's a here's a podcasting lesson when you do that don't acknowledge that it's not the right thing because then people oh are, really people at home will be all like oh that's not awesome oh, the right. like, all right <laughs> you're gonna prod people's ocd every Excellent. now and okay, so yeah. are you saying yeah. purposely plant yes. incorrect yes. references yes. Yeah. okay i'm good i'm very good it gets the listener involved okay you know? great so they're like uh yeah. you know well, I didn't want to tell people that that was from Pet Cemetery anyway. Oh, well, that's true. You know, sometimes yeah, Pet Cemetery that's is better. better. Um, yeah. So, and in terms of the wedding, mm-hmm. uh, they had up to seven hundred and fifty extras involved. Whoa. Uh It took four days to film the whole wedding, which wow. seems very quickly to me. Very quick to me. Hmm. I guess it's just the outdoor scenes. Like I'm sure the scenes of of the, up yeah, until now the have office. been were probably filmed in, yeah. in a studio. Or, yeah, they definitely were because there was a the cat living in the studio, um, and they had to bring a new food, prepare all new food each day because obviously that food was sitting out there for, for days on oh, end. Yeah. They had to keep bringing in new food, new flowers and stuff to keep everything. Wow, finished. I'm surprised it didn't last two weeks with bringing in all the food. And I bet nowadays out it the would. production. Maybe. Well, I wonder if movies are movies made more quickly now than they were back then. I don't know. It depends, I guess, because hmm. with CGI and stuff. Yeah, a lot is done in the studio. Yeah, or yeah. Well, we'll have to revisit maybe maybe in a few hours. Mm-hmm. What character could have been CGI'd? Now that you bring up CGI. You mean in in the, in the Godfather? Well, Jar Jar, of course, could should have been. Well, I, who yeah. would he have played? Oh, Fredo, I guess. <laughs> You should remake me with stepped over. <laughs> what is it? I don't do it. What's a jar jar? What's a classic? Oh, Misa. Line? That's always oh so. Misa stepped over. Yeah. Speak with my younger brother Mikey. <laughs> uh, so here's the here's the interesting. You know, so this we really get a sense of like this being a, a thing of Italian cut. Oh, it's you know. great. Culture. It's a great scene. As you mentioned, Connie agreed to have a quote guinea wedding to please her mm-hmm, father. Mm-hmm. And so this is, you know, you have the yeah. the music. And stuff oh, the like music that. is great. Not classic melody. The, yeah. Yeah. Um so I, I was comparing it to I and mean, we obviously we'll have to do some of this again in a couple of years when we do Godfather Two. Uh, to compare this very Italian affair with mm. the beginning of Godfather two, which is his uh, confirmation, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's a total—it's very much more white bread. Yeah, you know, Frank Pantangeli makes a big deal of the fact mm-hmm. that there's all these musicians, and not one single Italian, yeah. among them. So uh, yeah, they don't—they don't know how to play Ital- a traditional yeah. Italian song, right? Well, I wonder if. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if the progression of the story goes from immigrant to total assimilation so they're becoming more white as they yeah as they progress and gain more power maybe that's part of it yeah maybe that i guess that's a commentary on america and capitalism in general yeah that to win you need to be white uh it's really funny because there was like in the 50s there was a bunch of like uh a fad for like pop standards to have italian you know like the, that's amore. Oh, oh, yeah. That's amore. That interesting. And Rosemary Clooney had a song called uh, "Come Over My Hat." Come, come over my house. Huh. It's basically she's like her singing with like a kind of Italian accent and like mm. covers of like Italian standards. So and things you think like it was a, like a Renaissance, a, like a cultural? Well, it was attempt p- to get back to well, it was probably culture? like a nostalgia for people mm. like adults in the fifties who grew up hearing their yeah. parents playing that, and also yeah. they were probably assimilated enough where they could now listen to Italian music without being like embarrassed about it or mm, anything yeah. like that so i they think feel that, like they had made it yeah they like had made they it were. enough where now it was like oh it, there it wasn't like Something that made you feel oh, weird. It was just like, oh, this is just, you know, uh, from our childhood hearing, you know, being in the neighborhood and hearing, yeah. uh, you know, especially once everyone started moving out to the suburbs and those kind of yeah. ethnic neighborhoods kind of started to uh, t- to break apart and stuff. So. I am looking forward to have one of our friends as a guest on this podcast, Tony Consiglio. Yeah, he's no friend of mine. No, he's no friend <laughs> uh, I know he knows some traditional Italian songs. Oh, yeah. So we'll have to get uh, him to do some a, singing. He was conceived in Italy, but born in Sicily, but born in America. So oh. he was like as close as you can get. Right to on the Vien. line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he'll have some interesting stories. Yeah. Anyway, but back to this particular minute. We're at the wedding. Um, and uh, yeah, we see the cops. Mm-hmm. We don't know they're cops yet. A bunch of well-dressed men pull up and they have notepads, note right? Oh, you don't think it's obvious that they're um. cops? I don't know it's hard to it's hard to see it for the first time again yeah i don't think it's until later where sunny comes out and they talk about them being harassing them yeah right now they're they they pull up in cars they're walking around with no pets yeah i guess it probably is clear especially you know the whole beginning it's established that yeah is a crime crime boss yeah Yeah. i mean i guess theoretically they could be Rival lords or something. Yeah. But, all guys yeah. dressed the same back then. You couldn't yeah. tell one profession the from the other. Do you wish hats were still in style? Do, yes. you think guys, do you wish guys still wore like well fedoras type hats? I think all the, the time? idea, yes, because yeah. it's just cool. But yeah, I don't want to wear a hat all the time. One thing about wearing hats, like, what do you do with them? Like, okay, you go to a nice restaurant. You're mm-hmm. wearing your hat. You show up, and then what do you do with your hat? I guess just you to check it. There must be yeah, it must be a place a to hat put check. It. Yeah, yeah so that was a whole industry not only the hat manufacturing industry to disappear but then all the co girls and mm. like i'm assuming there was all sorts of hat related industries yeah that, uh, that were that were gone so again you're a job creator you want to bring back hats bring back so hats bring and back plaid, plaid, plaid pants, cha- plaid, pants. <laughs> plaid pants and hats let's bring them back uh, i want to express some disappointment at sunny corleone what santino yes I know, I, I wouldn't say this to his face, of course. Okay. But, like, he couldn't get a haircut for his sister's wedding. Look at that shaggy 70s hairdo he has <laughs> for a movie that takes place in 1945. That's, There's no way that it would get by yeah. regulation. Uh, yeah, and you'd think, too, um, yeah, you'd think someone would tell him. Do you think someone said, hey, you need to cut it, but him just being the oldest? I mean, doesn't the oldest usually comply, and it's the second that rebels? Oh, no, it's the opposite. It's the first two rebels, right? I really generally depends. Yes. with siblings with children. I guess the I guess one, I guess whatever the second one does, the younger it one switches. The younger one does the yeah. opposite. Like the, if the oldest one was a rebel, then the then the second one would be like, "Hey, come on, like do what pop says." I I knew an Irish family growing up, mm-hmm. and it was six siblings. Literally, six siblings. Every other, it alternated like math, like on off on off. Oh, like, rebel. Doing a square, straight A's and square. then total burnout. <laughs> straight A's. It, it was uncanny. Wow. Yeah. So you're saying you have to have, if you have to have at least two kids, if you want to have one good one, you and you guaranteed need, one good one. Yeah. And you need at least three to get that pattern rolling. Mm. So do you? But think, then you might wind up with two bad ones and one good one. Oh, damn that would. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah. So do you think someone talked to Sunny? I guess if you' three, two, you have to have an even number. You have to go <laughs> yeah. to to get that pattern going. Do you I, think someone talked to Sonny and said, Son, or maybe Don Corleone. If Don Corleone had said it, Santino would have done it. Maybe. You know, or maybe not, uh, yeah. He's he's a rebel. Yeah. Um, and everyone, even in the book, it's clear everyone is does not tell Sonny what to do. Right. He's a, a infamous temper. Yeah, that's true. Gets him in hot water, as we'll see. And he was he's hot for deals, too. Yeah, he is. From what, <laughs> from what I understand we're hot for deals come on down to Sonny's uh... so if you were Don Corleone how would you have had that conversation with Sonny because he's probably the only one who could possibly have gotten away with it well the mother too I bet the mother oh, yeah, that's the mother true. probably has so. it's probably actually I feel like that personal grooming would have fallen more under the, the mother's thing although yeah, it probably yeah. would have been along the lines of like, uh, like Santino you know you look like a you know, some <laughs> some Italian word meaning Slav or something <laughs> Santino what, what are you doing Never let anyone outside the family see that (laughs) mop top on your head. Oh, and this is before the Beatles, too. So he didn't even have any role model to be wearing that uh, mop. Yeah, unless it was like a, uh, what circumstances could have led for him to be, Hmm. to to have this do? Well, I do, interesting cultural fact. I do. An odd thing is, you know who was one of the extras at that wedding? Who? Paul McCartney's oh, grandfather. Bully. Hey Bully. What'd you get ahead? <laughs> who saw of? that mop top yeah, and it's very clean. You know, two generations later, <laughs> twenty years yeah. later, his grandson's wearing yeah. that. Well, here's a weird thing, because it's like It Forever Changes America. Because nowadays we're like, oh, it's before the Beatles, so short hair for men yeah. has been frowned upon. Oh, it's yeah. very a clear cultural point that just like a shift, you know? Mm-hmm. But like as time goes on, that's going to become less and less obvious. Here's an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the movie The Sting, mm-hmm. you know, with Grand uh, movie. with um, Paul Newman, Robert Redford, Bob, Bobby Redford, mm-hmm. and they're playing uh, con men. It's set in like the 20s. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And the music is all like ragtime music. What da, year da, da, is that dun, from? Da, 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 da. And ragtime music is from like 1901 to 1910. Was like the Whoa. peak of ragtime music. But to us, that's just well, it's old timey music. They tricked us. So like, worked. as time goes on, and like 1945 is only 17 years before the Beatles. So eventually, people are going to be like, yeah, the 40s, the 50s, wow. the 60s are all fascinating. You know, they're all the same kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah, they so. just lump in anything yeah. 20 or 30 years back is right. all lumped together. More people probably watch watch modern movies set in the 40s mm-hmm. than actually watch things from the yeah. actual 40s yeah. so it's the modern right. perspective on older decades that yeah. will you know that will linger on as they, i think you, know, know. you are right because if i had seen someone getting killed in the godfather with a with a musket yeah. loader i would have been oh of <laughs> course yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah, back exactly. then that's yeah. of the guns they have Abraham lincoln's invited to their yeah. to the to the wedding <laughs> yeah Which is kind of fun, because we're both history nerds, Mm -hmm. so it does open up the possibility for like, oh, well, you know, John Lennon and uh, John F. Kennedy were alive at the same time, so they probably met each other at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we noted before, there were only 10,000 people in the country, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's really uh, three degrees of (laughs) of James Conn. Yeah, you go to one concert, you've met every, you go to Madison (laughs) Square Garden, you meet everyone in the country. The whole world is, the whole country there. Oh, it's like a... Everyone doing a kumbaya kind of a thing So a little sidebar Yes Because I just brought up the six degrees of Kevin Bacon Do you have a sidebar theme song you want to put in? <laughs>
1: oh. I might do that. Side,
0: sidebar, <laughs> We're going to Sidebar <laughs> That's not going to be it But oh, okay. we'll, we'll bring it's it Maybe it go. will It's a work in progress <laughs> Yeah We'll, we'll Just, add just add it sample in. that and use that every <laughs> time <laughs> So who was the Kevin Bacon at the time this movie At the time The Godfather was filmed? You mean what actor? Who was, was the actor actress that connected most other actors and actresses? Oh my gosh! I don't mean to put you on the spot. You can think about it. We can do it next minute, but no later than next minute. <laughs> I don't know enough to like know who was a supporting actor that was in a lot of stuff from that time. Yeah. Maybe I like you some kind assume, of character if, if actor. you didn't know Kevin Bacon was the Kevin Bacon, you would never think Kevin Bacon was. Oh yeah, he's connected to everybody. Yeah. you know what yeah. I mean. He's not that like you would assume. Like, oh Tom Hanks, he's in yeah. a lot of movies. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know how I would pick out the Kevin Bacon of the '40s. I think it would probably be yeah, because you wouldn't know because Kevin Bacon is no one's favorite actor. Oh, I Kevin, think. if you're listening, we're, the, we, we don't, don't we don't take it first. Don't take that kind of like man. Steve Miller, awesome, but mm-hmm. people like other bands. Better, I think Kevin Bacon right. is the Steve Miller of actors. I think, and I love. I think Kevin Bacon's great. He mm-hmm. always does a great job in all his roles. Yeah. He's very versatile. Right. Well, I think on some level Kevin Bacon might be accepting of that. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, like, as if you're a character oh, actor, be- you know, like you, you show up in a lot of stuff, but you're yeah. not like you know. Like, yeah, you're the bacon, but not the, Thanksgiving not the Thanksgiving ham. You're not, not the, the sizzle. sizzle. <laughs> you're not the sizzling. <laughs> Sizzling. Uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, <laughs> that's for the Kevin Bacon not being anyone's favorite actor. Um, I'm, I'm making a deliberate effort to go back to previous oh, yeah. bits that we've talked callbacks. about. Callbacks. That's what we call callbacks. Them. callbacks. So that's not picasso No. Picasso would be like, Well, John Lennon, eh, well, John Lennon, it looks like you're going to go far. That's when John F. Kennedy met young John Lennon. (laughs) Eh, Get rid of those glasses. And uh, John likes a nerd. Uh, (laughs) I was going to try to connect ragtime to that. Forget it. I'm I'm aborting that. Well, I have a production note, too. Oh, yeah. I'd like to match your production note. (laughs) raise? No raise. So this is a scene where we start to at least see... Uh, many of the main characters. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is—you get a quick glimpse of everybody. And you don't really, you don't get to know them yet, but you see right. them all. So Francis Ford Coppola, when he took the job, really wanted to get the actors to jive before production began. Mm-hmm. And so what he did, very creative, on March seventeenth, nineteen seventy-one, Coppola arranged for the entire cast of the Corleones to have an informal improvised rehearsal meal at Patsy's Restaurant in New York. Just the Corleones. Just the Corleones, yep. Mm-hmm. Did he have the Barzinis do a separate one and the Teth <laughs> and the, uh, the Tattaglias? No, didn't Talia's say, better. but that would have been a great idea. <laughs> and they had home style table and dishes. Yeah. It was a big Italian meal. Brando was the one, so they all got together. And Brando, of course, classic Brando, he's the one who broke the ice. Mm-hmm. He opened a bottle of wine and began the festivities. And they all bonded together and they all started... Uh, communicating and interacting in character. Uh, oh yeah, Brand, yeah. Brando was sitting at the head of the table, representing the Don Corleone. Talia Shire served the food, and the three sons all tried to impress Brando like they were his real sons. Oh, well, that's really. Funny. Now, and Were they they in character like, hey, uh, Michael Corleone, or were they just behaving the way that those characters would have? Didn't, behaved? I don't know, but yeah. I I got the sense that that's where their character started to form. So they may have. Uh huh. Actually, said, um, Hey, Mikey, don't make yeah. Mikey getting the bread before me. You're stepping me over <laughs> again. Like, <you> know. <laughs> but what an interesting way to, yeah, to kind of get that vibe going and contextualize their yeah. characters. I wonder how far the that like was, uh, what's the son and the brother in law's name again? Carlo. Carlo was Carlo a part of that. Don't know. Was like Tessio and uh, Clemenza a part of that, or was it literally just the family? Uh, I, th- I think it was just the Corleone family. It. How far yeah. would you have extended it? Oh, boy. I definitely would have had the other crime families, like you said, having their own. <laughs> yeah. other, I would have had Paulie out walking around doing his job in the parking lot. <laughs> I would have had him judging a dance contest. <laughs> we'll, but get, we'll get, we'll get that. into that. That's so funny. I think I would have had Carlo, but maybe sitting at the kids' table. Oh Yeah, I mean, he still can't completely be trusted. Yeah, that's true. Or does it give him a living, but don't ever share yeah, don't information ever, be, about the business? Yeah, don't ever involve in. The How family. far would you have gone? I think I would have done just. I think it would have been like just blood relatives, like mm-hmm. just like all the people at the end of Godfather Two. Mm-hmm. Probably the mother too. I don't remember if she was in the. Uh, was she in the end of Godfather Two?
1: You yeah, know, In the hole. Mm-hmm. In that oh, scene you her. don't see her. You don't see Don okay. Corleone or Mama.
0: Yeah, but I would have had Don Corleone yeah. and Mama there. That would have been the family. You wouldn't have had the photographer's assistant? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he would have taken pictures the whole time. <laughs> and maybe, maybe Johnny Fontaine, if he would oh, sing yeah. for us. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny! Yeah. <laughs> I would have had him there just so he would sing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the people we do see is... Um, Famous Abe Vigoda as Tessio. We see A. him very Vigoda. quickly. And um, he's holding oranges. He's, he's eating is. an orange. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he uh, grabs it and throws yeah. it up in the air and catches it. One thing I learned listening to the commentary in... um, in, I feel like I've brought this up in previous minutes. In the commentary mm-hmm. is that... Do you uh, mean another Godfather podcast? You cheating on me? Uh, let's just say that uh, I'm... Uh, Anyway, I I'll just, I'll just keep my options, so in case this thing doesn't work uh-huh. out. Um, no, but Tessiozini is uh, having an orange, mm-hmm. and Francis Ford Coppola consciously made an effort to oranges are like a sign of death mm. in The Godfather. Like when later on we see Don Corleone puts the orange in his mouth right before he dies, and um, in Godfather, in Godfather Three, of all places, when the. Uh, I don't remember anyone's name. I haven't seen it in a long time. When Joey Zaza, Joe Zaza. when Joey Zaza has all the crime bosses killed, they're like, they're eating, they have the big plate of oranges on the oh. table. And so here he's a Tessio. So is that foreshadowing that he's going to like betray the family and, uh and so on? Yeah, it could be. So anyway, we'll keep up to open yeah. for oranges. Yeah. So, uh, I'd Oh, heard- and the Don, when the Don gets shot, at, oh, he's in, buying fruit. He's buying fruit, yes. and he drops all the fruit on the... On the oh, office, yeah. So. Wow, I wonder what that... Is that a tradition, a film tradition, or yeah. a Sicilian yeah. cultural thing? Uh, I knew someone who hated listening to commentaries Yeah, because of that reason, because sometimes the director would be like, yeah, I think they said they listened to Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. And they and they really loved the sixth sense, and then when they listened to the commentary, they found M. Night Shyamalan to be so like dumb and so like heavy-handed with his. Oh, really? Like they were like, oh, totally ruined it because he was oh, totally like, oh, bad. in this scene, I put this in here to symbolize this, and the person was like, oh, that's so dumb, like, and it totally ruined the movie. So was that person learning? I guess I don't understand why they thought why, – why, I don't get why it was ruined. Is it because they wanted to know those things on their own? They wanted to see them on their own? No, just the fact that, like, you know, they sometimes – like, an artist should not explain their work because oh. their explanation is – isn't as good as the thing that the person comes up with with their own personal interpretation. Yeah, Got just being like, yeah, yeah, I wanted to put uh, Tessio eating oranges because uh you know I know go to like oranges. Yeah. So I wanted to be like, oh, oh that's it. That's the only reason really? to show it showed up like that. I like can, I can make a better movie than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So the person was mad that uh <laughs> I want my six cents back. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't watched too much commentary. I don't think I've seen the Godfather commentary yet. I, th- I watched. I think I watched all three of them. I used yeah. to when I used to when I used to buy DVDs. I would listen to like all the commentaries. Now I I never buy DVDs anymore. Yeah. But uh, or do commentary. So um, yeah. So anything else for uh, minute number nine? No, it's a gr- uh, number nine. I, I think it's a great minute. I do want to revisit another minute. Just a quick note. A little flashback. A flashback. Godfather <laughs> flashback. Flashback. <laughs> flashback. Flashback. <laughs> <laughs> When we when we have Bonasera, oh my god! I know you're we I know guy. we talked about Bonasera so much. What's <laughs> so the matter with yeah. you? I have great news. I got my hands. oh. On the original Bonasera. On, I got my hands on Francis Ford Coppola's production notes. <gasps> yeah. yeah, I got on Amazon and I ordered it. It yeah. came and it's. It's his production notebook, so he has all these things written in the margin mm-hmm. that, and things he wanted to point out and make sure he made take place when he was filming. <sighs> Flashing back to when Bonasera offers The Godfather money yeah. to have yeah. the, the two How attackers killed, yeah, right next to that line in the margin, Coppola wrote, "Wow." Is that the wrong thing to say? Oh, that's totally what we said. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just think it's great how we pointed that out. Yeah. What a wrong thing to say. <laughs> so should we keep that in this minute? Or should I go back and
1: cut that's that out fine. and put it
0: back into yeah. the previous minute? A little, little, uh, little seasoning. Okay. And I'll come up with some flashback music. Yeah. Although by now, I'm sure someone has emailed us saying, uh. In that scene where he says, how much should I pay you? Francis Ford Coppola totally said it was wrong. Yeah, so come on. everyone's going to assume that you got that from their email. So let's yeah. thank that listener okay, who emailed us. Okay, thank you in advance. Yeah. That's Picasso-ing. That is totally... No, that's not Picasso-ing. No. Picasso-ing. That's forward flashbacking. There you go. Forward flashbacking. Forward flashbacking. Backing. <laughs> You've been forward flashbacked. It should be all backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how would that be backwards? Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it'd be wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when would you when would you use that? That sounds very mysterious. Wah, wah, wah. Like it's building up, like suspense. Yeah, I feel like there would have to be something after that, like a payoff, wah, 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 wah. flashback. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on a scale of one to uh, fifteen, how many? How would, how would you rate this minute? We go on 15? You Let's go fifteen. You change the scale and make it. Am I? I don't remember what it is from week It two. was five. I can't remember. Okay, let's go 15. 15. Well, five. No mm-hmm. halves. That's right. Fives, no halves. Well, I like how they don't take the picture without Michael. Mm-hmm. They don't make the picture without Michael. <laughs> I'm going to give it out of 15. I'm going to give it a... Oh, no, five. We'll oh, take, okay, we'll stick with five. Yeah, no halves. No halvesies. No take backsies. Mm-hmm. No cutsies. No cutsies. No forward flash backsies. <laughs> I'm going to say, because you always need some place to go, I'm going to say Three. You know, it's funny. I was going to say that exact same we're, thing. We're on this mind meld thing. Three. Well, plus, I mean, there's not a lot of dialogue. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot of like uh, uh, like set up ambiance yeah. type thing. Like, yeah. you know, kind of like, oh, it puts you in the mood of you're here at this mm-hmm. Italian wedding. It is a Brando scene. Not yeah, much. No, no, but, technically. Yeah. We can't give every Brando scene five. Yeah. What does he have one line? I'm not going to do a little picture without Michael. So... Uh, yeah, and then the minute ends with uh, the Don greeting someone mm-hmm. who we will later learn is Don Barzini. Yes, so oh, we'll uh, talk about that. That's yeah, an, an important character, interesting character. Yeah, although I mean, yeah, it took me a long time to figure out who, all the difference between all the crime lords, mm-hmm. like Natalia and Barzini, Kuno, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the other one, yeah. So uh, Don Barzini, Don Barzina. We'll see Don Barzini in the opening of the next minute, so stick with us. Yeah. Oh, wait. We have to rate our assessment of the minute. Okay. minuto numero nove. I'm going to say on a scale of five, I'm going to say four. Four. Or maybe three. I don't know. We came up with a new term, forward flashbacking. We reversed the trombone. Mm -hmm. We had cultural references. I really like the Staten Island info. I, I liked your commitment to us going to visit the house. Okay. I'll say three and a half. No, no halves. No, so you can give halves for reviewing oh, our Oh, okay. That you can do halves. I, then I totally would have given it three and a half. I really would have. All right, so three and a half. Okay, three right. and a half. Three and a half. So, uh, listeners, you can let us know what you thought of that episode. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter, at Godfather Minute. We have a Facebook page, all that stuff. Just look it all up. And uh, you can email us, mm-hmm. podcast at Godfather Minute. We'd we'll, love to hear from you. Let us know what you think. But don't bother sending us any corrections. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do ratas or anything like that. A what? A whatas? <laughs> it's a Sicilian. It's a Sicilian term meaning. Uh, <laughs> it's a Sicilian message. My Stop sending me corrections. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, all right then. So, uh, until next time, take Put the, the gun, gun, leave the cannoli on Godfather minute.